How's it going? You're listening to The Drive Home. I'm your host, Dale. I am driving home from work. It's Wednesday the 7th of August. And uh, looks like it's a bit of an overcast day today. Um, Got a lot done at work. Just really cracking at it. Um, I'm happy to be focused. Uh, Trying to get this curriculum together. Oh man, it is quite a task. But I'm excited to get home. I kiss my wife. I'm going to kiss her passionately. I'm going to kiss her with the fervor. I'm going to start pursuing her. Start pursuing if you've got a wife. Start pursuing your wife. I'm going to pursue her. I'm going to chase her down. I'm going to make her mine again. We've been married five years. We celebrated five years this past July. Five years marriage. Um, And, uh, you know, after you've been married for for a minute and uh, you start to get a little bit settled in, I got a fly. I hate flies. Oh, a fly in my car. Hold on. start to get settled in, you start to kind of, you know, just, I don't know, just things become routine and whatever. And then if you got kids, which we, you know, we have kids, whatever. So you got kids and those kids, they start taking a bigger role in your life. And uh, after a while, your identity is found mostly in the things that you're doing, not in who you're being. So I want to be more of a husband. I want to be more of a husband to my wife. You know, uh, the scripture, it's an important one and it can, you know, but you can fall away from it. And you, you can, you know, and I know that some of my listeners, you know, they don't believe in in the Bible and things like that. That's fine. That's fine. But listen to the words. The words is husbands love your wives. First off, right there. Husband, love your wife. You can't argue with that. If you're married and you've got a husband, you can't tell me that you don't want your husband to love you. So the Bible's saying, husband, love your wife. And what does that look like? Well, the example that the Bible decides to give of what that love is, is this. Husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church. So how did Christ love the church? Well, the Bible tells us, history shows us that Christ had followers and he died for being the leader of those who were following him. In fact, he took it all on himself. When the soldiers came, he could have said Peter was him. He could have said John was him. He could have said... Simon was him. He could have said a lot of people were him, but he didn't. He said, I am he. They said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. And then he took it upon himself to take all of the consequences that followed that. Because they were accusing him of doing all these things. And Peter was in the mix. And Peter was like, I don't even know the guy. Denied him three times, right? 
So Christ gave himself up, literally gave himself up in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus could have just skipped out of town. He could have went to any other place. He could have just, you know, blown off the whole thing and just waited till things cooled out. And, uh, you know, until the storm blew over and things cooled off, he could have just kind of skipped town and, and then, you know, pop back in, say what's up to his people, whatever. But he didn't. He took it. He took the blame. He took what was, uh, could have been spread out. But he, he took it all. Husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church. He gave himself up. He gave himself up. But what did he give himself up to? He wasn't actually guilty of anything. But yet the crime that they chose, the Romans chose to go with, was crucifixion. Which was meant for individuals that were known for being uh, traitors to Rome. That were being uh, thieves. Um, deceivers murderers, people of that nature, people that they wanted to make an example of, they would put them on the, 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 the wood, you know, shaped like a cross. They put them out in front of the city, a city that was in the province of Rome, that Rome had uh, dominion over and rule. They would put them out in the front of the city so that anyone that's coming into that city could look and see the crime because they would write the crime on uh, the, the wood that they were attached to with the nails. And then that way you look and say, oh, this is what that person's guilty of. Don't, 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 don't F with Rome. Rome will, da you know, they'll do you in. Don't mess with Rome. Don't do it. It's not a good look for you. It's not going to turn out well. Trust me, look at that guy. And the people would be alive still. The, the crucifixion wasn't like an instant death. It was a long, prolonged thing. So the people would be on the cross and then... They would basically be telling them, look, this is what I did. Don't do what I did because this is what will happen to you. And it's like a like a horrible uh, graphic billboard that talks. So Christ gave himself up to that. No one out no one of the other of his followers, none of the disciples wind up got that got the same treatment while he was still around, while he was alive. They didn't get the treatment that he got. He took it all. And then they all went in hiding. But he took it all. So that's an example. Christ gave himself up for the followers, for his followers. So husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church, the followers of Jesus. Like Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. It calls the uh, references, the Bible references the church as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a bride. And Jesus as the groom. And a bride, of course... You know, as a female, so they 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 uh, they reference the church as a, as a, as a she because it's um, in a position of receiving, receiving the Holy Spirit, receiving the baptism, receiving salvation, all about receiving. Um, and, and you know, the, the, the of course the, the woman's anatomy is is a receiving anatomy, and the, and, the, and the male's anatomy is a given anatomy, uh, giving anatomy. So you know, the biological, whatever. To differentiate between those things, but all that to say, husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So, if you look at the sacrifice that Christ made, that the physical, logistical sacrifice that he was making or that he did make, 
And even if you want to just dismiss that, even if you want to say Jesus never existed, but we do have the example that was made. So if you want to say Jesus never existed, he's not even, it wasn't even a real uh, person, you know, there's more, there's no historical evidence that he ever lived, blah, blah, blah. If you want to do that, that's fine, but you then you still have to look at what what the writers were saying was what did he do? Even if you say well that he didn't you know he didn't do any of those things, that's fine. But you still have to look and see what he what they're saying that he did, and then you have to look and see what they're saying when they say that loved the way that he loved or gave himself up the way that he gave. That's the example that's being used. I use it all the time when I'm you know talking to kids in school. I use different kinds of examples, hypothetical examples. I mean. You know, Lord of the Rings never happened, but yet I've used Lord of the Rings as examples. Can you be a friend like Sam was to Frodo? Do you do you have someone in your life like a Sam who's gonna who's gonna help you out during your tough times? Who's gonna who's not always gonna say yes to you like other people? Who's gonna tell you when you're going in the wrong direction because they love you? Do you have someone like that in your life? I use those kinds of examples. So even if you want to take Jesus and put him in a figment and put him in, 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 in a fictional uh, a character, that's fine. But let's still look at the example and what it says. The example is to love that way or to be that way towards your wife. Husbands, be this way towards your wife. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm. Um, that's what I'm pursuing. Again. It's, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit the bricks again and I'm going to pursue it again. And I remember the first year that I was uh, with my wife, my friend, uh, and, and, and encouraged me, who's, who was married or whatever, who encouraged me to spend the whole year, the first year, just making my wife happy. Just spend the whole year making my wife happy. And uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know, you know, if this is meant for someone in particular, if it's just meant for me preaching to the choir, yada, yada, or whatever. But, uh, um, like I said, you never know what you're going to get on this show. You never know what you're going to get. You might get, you might get a special guest. Uh, you might get, um, some absurdity. Um, you know, you, you might get something insightful or social commentary like the past couple of days. I can't help it. You know, when those kinds of things take place, they should, they should move us, even if we don't, you know, do a protest, even if we don't write our governors, even if we don't do in those things, they should at least move us towards a conversation, that we should still at least have a conversation about it. And, 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 and I guess if you want to have a conversation about gun control and how you're pro-guns or how you're against guns, whatever, I'd rather it be something that's personal to you. And maybe that is personal. Maybe you are, you know, a person who has guns and, and, you, and you believe in guns. Maybe you're a person who's has don't have guns and had a friend who was killed by a gun and so you're against guns. You know, I have a friend who was shot and killed, you know, by a gun. Um, actually, I have, a, I have a couple of friends who have died by a firearm. Um, so I, I could, you know, feel a particular way about one thing. I, I, that's the one thing I don't want with this show is I don't want to be, I don't want to push, I don't want to be pushing an agenda. 
I don't want to be pushing an agenda because I feel like when you when you when you start to line yourself up, and it's not that I'm afraid to to say I believe in something. Obviously, you know, if you've been listening for for the last you know five or minutes or so, or if you've listened to other episodes, I think you can gather that I'm a believer in Christ and, and I'm a Christian or whatever. But but that's not I don't that's not my agenda. I, I believe that. You know, God's much bigger. It doesn't need me to carry or push forward some agenda. Um, the Bible says that the heavens are the handiwork of Him. That, that they that, that created the heavens and the earth, and, and, and the glory is, is 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 displayed in the sky. And, and I believe that. I believe that the the, the, the mountains and the trees and, and, and the sands and of the deserts and the oceans and, and all of these things are just too much and too great and too wonderful for any one person to take credit. And they're too great and too perfectly designed to, to just be by chance. And you can be an agnostic and, and just believe that there is something, but you don't necessarily land on what that is. You don't necessarily point to a particular institution or religious system. And that's fine, too. I, I've become so much more okay with other people and where they're at. And not feeling like I have to try to get them to be where I'm at or that I have to try to figure out how to get to where they're at. But just to meet people right where they're at. Just meet people where they're at. And, you know, and, and try to, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't even like the word try. I don't like the, the, the thought of thinking that I'm trying to do anything, honestly. I don't want to try to do something. To, to try to do something is to imply that I would have an agenda and I'm trying to somehow force my agenda or make my agenda happen. And I don't even think that I even operate on that level anymore. I don't think I even operate on that level, which I, I'm glad. I'm glad that, that I don't that I don't feel like I have to adhere to a particular thing because then that would that would lump me into this particular you know to a certain category that I personally don't feel that I fit. Many times, honestly, I don't feel like I fit anywhere. I I don't feel like I necessarily fit in any particular category or line up with any political affiliation or, uh, you know, and, uh, I mean, and that's where those, that's where those lines get, that, that get laid down in the sand, right? Mostly, usually, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to deny Christ. I'm, you know, I mean, it, uh, I mean, that, I'm just not going to do that. If there, if there was a line there was a particular place that I would have to, in some shape or form, if, if there was a gun that was put to my head, and the person, uh, like way back in the day in the Columbine shooting, you know, they always talk about, you know, Dylan Claybold and, and the guy, or whatever, but they, 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 they kind of forget about the, the things that they were doing when they were going around and putting guns to the, the, the kids' heads and asked them if they believed in God. You know, Casey, Cassie Bernal said, yes, I believe in God the trigger. Now they can pull the trigger on someone else that says that they don't believe in God or whatever, but I think that there's a significance to that, that she, you know, 
had that mindset how important it was and you know in China when they're when they're doing persecutions of the churches and they gather all of the parishioners that are hiding in the underground uh, you know uh, Bible studies and from the, the religious uh, formed uh, uh, system that's ran by the government church and they have them, you know, have pictures of Jesus and they say, you know, spit on his face or deny him or whatever and we'll let you go. And there's plenty of people who do, but there's a significance to the ones who choose not to. The ones who choose to not uh, deny and not spit and, and who take a bullet to the head or take imprisonment for life or whatever. I don't think you can deny the, the, the importance of that. But then you can say, well, you know, people that believe, you know, the, the most extremist religion that I can think of at the present moment, when you think about, um, I mean, I know that there's, there, you know, I, you don't hear too much about Westboro Baptist any, anymore. At least I haven't heard that much in the news. It seems that things are being taken over more by like extremist right wing, um, I don't know, uh, you know, white power type of uh, fanatics and thing, you know things like that and then you hear about the you know the, the 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 crazy charismatic protestant believers who don't believe in the doctors or medicine and their kid dies from a fever when they could have just gotten you know some type of cold medicine or something but a lot of times most of the extreme things that you do hear about is 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 islam and and uh you know and uh and being um, a muslim but not not just a regular, you know, Muslim. I've met plenty of Muslims and uh, very nice people and, and kind and giving and hospitable and everything else. But then you have those extremists who, who really, you know, um, take things to heart and, you know, believe that if they uh, ha are responsible for killing the infidels and that they'll have, you know, the whatever fully concubines in, in paradise or something of that nature. So the extremists, of course, on the other end of it, going back to that scripture, husbands love your wife like Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That's an extremist view too, is for a, a husband to be willing to give up for his wife. And I know there's plenty of, of guys out there that are just... They're, they just love their wives and they love their wives well and they probably wouldn't say that they love their wife well and you know and I don't see what happens behind closed doors so I guess I can't completely you know vouch for them a hundred percent but I tell you if you want to talk about extreme and if that's a particular mantra that you want to take to the bank it's not a bad one to go with you know it, it's I don't think that's going to wind up um, being something that you regret that you really really were good at loving your wife like my dad my dad is uh, 77 years old he's had heart surgery uh, about 12 years ago his wife my mother is uh, in the hospital she's in rehab now she just had a hip replaced um She's 86 years old, so they're nine years apart. But that man, if there's one thing that he's been good at in this life, it's loving that woman. I've seen him love her through coma. I've seen her, him love her through uh, um, early on dementia. I've seen him make up for the years of neglect and the pain 
that he had caused earlier on in his days of alcoholism. And, and he has uh, been doing that very thing for his wife. Loving her, giving himself up for her. And it's not a bad thing. It's not something that should be an option, really. Um, definitely an example for me. So, as always, uh, I really appreciate you listening. You know, follow me on Instagram. I'm starting to... I separated my, um, my profile... Uh, I have a friend who started a podcast. It's called My Driving Thoughts. Check it out. Uh, I think the latest episode, he's talking about God and angels and the metaphysical plane. He's a very uh, intelligent guy, much smarter than I am. Um, so go ahead and support him. My Driving Thoughts. He's on anchor.fm. Uh, and uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm starting to do a little bit of posting on there, and uh, I'm also on uh, Facebook under uh, The Drive Home with Dale and Special Guest, uh, so go ahead and uh, like the page and uh, uh, join the conversation. And as always, I hope you know where you're going on The Drive Home.